Hi there and welcome to the second episode of the We Are Perth podcast. I'm Jamie Bateson and today I was joined by Kyle Brown to look back over the last couple of games and look ahead to Saturday's match against St Mirren. Okay, Kyle, so um, we've uh, we've played two games at home in the last uh, last 10 days or so. We've got another one tomorrow. Um, so far it's uh, zero points, zero goals, two defeats. Um, is it time to panic? Good question. Um, I don't think the results on paper make particularly good reading, um, but I think, particularly in the second half against Hibs, I thought there was some encouragement to be had. If I'm being honest, I felt that both games were nil-nil draws that both the away teams managed to nick at the end. It wasn't really like there was much in it. Yeah, um, that's uh, that, that's that, that's very much my reading on it as well. I think um, I, there's been people starting to get a bit, a bit overexcited about, oh, you know, we're, we're not scoring, we're not creating, we're, we're boring, whatever. I think... Um, I think even with Aberdeen being down so many players uh, last week, they they were still able to bring the likes of Matty Kennedy off the bench and Connor McLennan off the bench. These kind of guys are hedges who scored the goal. Um, Hibs obviously have a very strong squad on paper. Um, I think, uh, you know, generally you would think if, if you're at the very least matching these teams at home, teams that have got the bigger budgets that you're... Uh, that you're doing fairly well, and I think you're you're absolutely right to say they are they are games that you know have been taken away from us at the very end. It could just as easily have been us scoring yeah. the winning goal at the end. So uh, yeah, I mean, so so uh, like you say, uh, you you think there are signs uh, of encouragement for us? Yeah, I don't. I, I certainly I don't think really. Uh, maybe other than the Rangers game, I don't think there's been any game where we've been completely out of it. Um, you know, we we just as an example, we have that perfectly good goal allowed against Hibs, then we're probably at worst getting a one-all draw in that game. I don't I didn't see Hibs really creating anything certainly more than we did. So um yeah, it's been, I mean, I'm not gonna bemoan refereeing decisions. We we get them in our favour just as much as we get against us. But yeah, I, I don't think the so the panic button needs to be pushed just yet. But I think I would like to see some progress in terms of creativity you did mention that you're there yourself yeah I think the, 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 the other side of that is that you know these these two home games okay we didn't we didn't create all that much and either well we did have some decent patches of play you know getting in a good position getting balls across the box against Hibs but yeah. you know e- even with um with like say Aberdeen being missing players they were still able to put out a, a decent back line same for Hibs they were playing a, a, a strong back four um, you're playing against probably two of the better defences you're going to come up against outside Rangers and Celtic this season. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think it's uh, Aberdeen, even without the, the COVID-8 or the COVID-7, I think one of them started the game, you looked at that team and then you looked at the bench. And although some of the COVID lot were on the bench, you would still, you know, you would take that squad generally over what we had in terms of the, you know, the, the experience and the quality uh, certainly that they had on the bench. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think in, in respect to defence, you know, if you, you've got Constantine suspended, you've got McKenna missing, but you can still put out internationalist defenders, but a player that you've paid 850 grand for at right back, you've still got, you know, that, that's kind of the difference, I think, with Aberdeen, um, certainly this season. 
we didn't really lay much of a glove on them defend, uh, effectively, you know, with our own attacking, but it's maybe not that much of a surprise when you factor in the fact that we hadn't really played much football. We're still getting used to a new system and, uh, you know, McInnes does have a bit of a proclivity to come and defend, as we know ourselves from years of watching McInnes ball. I think the other, the other thing that's gone missing in a lot of the chat about, and particularly with the, the, the commentary on TV uh, watching it the other night, was that we, we, we were without bodies ourselves. Um, you know, we, we've yeah. gone into these games without Clark, without Davidson, without Stevie May. Um, I, we, we've missed McCart for a game as well. It, it's yeah. not like we're... I, and we have a, a very small squad we're operating on very fine margins. Just when you look at the bench we've had in these games, it's been... You know, young lads, um, a couple of defenders in there at, at best. It's it's not been like we we can go and say right here's a, here's our you know uh, our internationalist winger to come on and uh, create stuff for us. It's um it's it's difficult, and yes. um you know we're going we're going to go into a game this weekend at home at St Mirren, which is maybe you know I don't think any game's going to be easy, and especially while we're still you know, breaking ourselves into this season. But it's, yeah. uh, it's a game against a team who you would anticipate being a little bit further down the table than Hibs and Aberdeen at the end of the season. Yeah, you would certainly think so with the uh, with the, the squads that they've been able to assemble. Although, having said that, I was having a look at the St Mern signings before I came on and I would certainly take the defensive options that they've been able to bring in, all kind of solid top flight players. Jack Almick, the goalie, and Richard Tate, who I'm, I'm still shocked at Motherwell released, Marcus Fraser, the ex-county captain, and of course, Shaughnessy, who was such a good player for us for so many years. I think the, the, the plus point on Shaughnessy is that he's, uh, he's suspended after his, uh, his uh, wild sackle last week that he got his red card. And I, I, I'm particularly pleased about that because I just had these visions of um, him finally creating a goal from a long throw in at McDermott Park. And... Uh, <laughs> It was going to come yeah, against us after years of watching them hurl it into the box and it being immediately cleared um, for yeah, I think I can remember scoring once uh, from a Shaughnessy long throw and it was on his debut <laughs> against ours. I think that's been about the extent of the, the success we had with it, other than maybe like a Albion Rovers. Yeah, I mean, he scored from a long throw in that game as well, but... Yeah, it's certainly, even even without Shaughnessy, we had quite a solid defence last season and I didn't, didn't see them losing too many uh, from that. I think where we can maybe make some hay, which is quite concerning because we don't really have much of a midfield ourselves, I think their midfield looks a bit weaker than uh, maybe last season. Um, I'm not sure if McGuinness is back fit again yet, but I suspect that uh, the likes of Nathan Sharon. Yeah, we just don't know much about him. We'll still be getting used to Scottish football, and it's uh, m- maybe something that we could exploit if we can. I, I don't want to say pack the midfield, but I certainly I think maybe this is maybe the time to change the shape slightly to see if we can get an extra body in the middle. I think we might be we might be forced into that with Liam Craig's suspension, <laughs> and I guess it comes down to whether Murray Davidson's ready to to come back into the. And at the team at the moment, um, you know, you could, I, you know, I think uh, Murray Davidson a fit. Murray Davidson alongside Ali McCann is, is as good a central midfield as uh, you know anyone outside Rangers and Celtic. Um, yes, yeah, But um, you know, if if Davidson's not ready to play in there, or or if he's only kind of 
he's not 100% fit, he's not going to be able to put in all those crunching challenges and be making his late runs into the box, then maybe, you know, you, you kind of go to that three-five-two shape and you bring Motherspoon in there or something like that. Um, but I think, you know, you're, you're right in terms of the, the way we should be looking to play. I think um, getting the ball into the midfield on the ground would, uh, would make a big difference to us and then try and, try and build the play from there. Um, I think well, one of the most frustrating things I've seen from us so far this season is um, we, we've managed to get ourselves into good positions out wide quite regularly. But then yeah. two things happen. The, the final ball's no good or the, um, the ball in is decent, but there's nobody there to attack it. And I think a lot of that's come because we've seen Calm Hendry having to drop in or Halloran having to drop in at the midfield to take the ball and shuttle it out wide because the midfield hasn't been there to, to pick up the ball in those areas. They've been putting it wide and then the ball gets wide and they've then got to make up that 20 yards to get into the box to get on the end of it, so they're having to create and try and finish at the same time, and it's um, it's just not really happened so far. Yeah, I'm not sure if maybe that's uh, if it's still the players getting used to the system or if it's a problem with the system. Um, I, I think we saw in the second half against Hibs that Jason Kerr was carrying the ball out from the back more and breaking forward. I think if he's doing that more often, it might assist the midfield in uh, being able to get the ball wide quicker, so the players and you know, the, the front three, as it were, could focus more on being in and around the box. But yeah, I've noticed that as well. I think the I think the final ball, particularly, I mean, I really like Danny McNamara. He looks like a really good player. But I think he needs to up his final ball. I think it's been a little bit disappointing so far. And, uh, you know, the, the amount of crossing opportunities that he gets, we don't really seem to create anything from it, other than... Uh, what was a fantastic assist in the opening day of the season from Mark Connolly, the overhead <laughs> overhead kick straight to Liam Craig's left boot. But um, I, I'm absolutely all for uh, forcing guys like Mark Connolly into daft mistakes. Um, I, yeah. I guess it's not something you can rely on week in, week out. Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's, um, it's, it's hard to, I think it's hard to put your finger on exactly where, um, where we've been going wrong the last two games in terms of creativity but again I, I still feel like we're playing with a, a short squad ourselves against a couple of you know teams who will most likely finish third and fourth this season in whatever order they eventually finish so I'm, yeah. I'm less concerned about that I'll become far more concerned if we're sitting here on uh, Saturday tea time having drawn a blank again um, or you know or having gone through the game not creating all that much um, it's uh, you, you know I I I would really like to think that we um, will have May and Hendry back together up front this weekend. Um, I think yeah. uh, we we went far too long last season um, not giving Hendry a game, and then when Hendry got a game, it wasn't with me. It was um, it was on his own up front. I, I think they they have a quite good partnership, um, and if we can work on getting Hendry into those positions to finish the chances, we know he can do that. And if he's working with May, May can do that dirty work. He can do the running, he can get the ball down, he can get it wide and just focus on getting Hendry between the posts, 12 yards out and closer and getting the ball into him. Um, I, I, I'd like to think that would pay dividends. I think it was. I think uh, we saw in May's first spell at Saints that he played a lot of his best football beside another striker but also sometimes off the left. 
And I think if we are going to be sticking with the sort of 3-4-3 slash 5-2-3 formation that the, we've started the season with, May playing on the left of the front three could work because I think Hendry actually does have a lot of similarities to McLean. He's a lot more raw, but I, I can see that working in, in a similar kind of way, especially, as you said, they didn't really get all that much of a chance to play together last season. I think it was really only from January onwards that we saw it. And there was a lot of, you know, you could see a lot of potential in that partnership. But if you get the chance now, I think, you know, May off the left with either O'Halloran, possibly, or maybe Wotherspoon off the right. If we are sticking with this formation, then it does have a lot of potential. We've got two clever players in behind a good finisher. And uh, two players that are known for decent deliveries into the box as well. Sorry, I think that was batteries over at my desk. But yeah, I think, you know, they're both intelligent. They both know when to make runs, whether it's in behind or in front of a defence. And, you know, when you've got Tanzer, who's brilliant, you've got a really good left foot. And then McNamara, who's getting into the positions to cross as well. I mean, it could work. It's it's just a matter of thinking maybe either time for it to click or a slight tweak so we've got more in the middle but you know I, I said I was kind of hopeful at the start of the season with the squad that we have I'm still hopeful now it's just uh, you know when we've had five competitive games with this shape uh, we've only scored three goals and it's each time it's been when we've been forced out of that shape whether we're chasing the game against Kilmarnock or uh, when O'Halloran got sent off against Dundee United and we're forced to kind of go I suppose it was kind of a a five two two in that, but it was it was still different. It was more like Hendry had a strike partner than uh, two players sort of playing wide of him. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see, I can still see the potential, and I can understand why Davidson likes the shape for the squad that we have. I think it's just a hopefully, hopefully, just a matter of the players getting used to it. If you know if the manager is sort of going to stick with the shape and not move from it, certainly in the short term. Yeah, I think what, what, what the key is that you said there is that it's, it fits the squad that we have. Um, I, I don't think we can realistically go through the whole season with the squad that we have. We, we're, we're clearly short on bodies in, um, in more than one area. And I think uh, yes. the, the, the critical position at the moment for me is in the middle of midfield where... Um, you know, you've got Craig and you've got Davidson um, and you've got McCann, but there's, um, you know, you, if you're going to play the, the, the shape we are and have any flexibility in it, you're going to need someone else in there. I, I was really hopeful that we might have been able to get Matt Butcher back. Um, he's gone and signed for Akron and Stanley this week, uh, which is um, a, a bit of a disappointment. Um, there's There's been a wild transfer rumour pop up in the last hour or so. Um, suggesting that we might sign Morton Gamst Pedersen, the um, former Blackburn and Norway midfielder, who I, I believe is knocking on his 40th birthday. Um, and I think uh, I think as fun as that would be, um, we can safely put that one in the nonsense pile. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's... Think, uh, uh, sorry, go on. I, I think, I mean, you know, stranger things have happened. But I, I, I don't think that will be one that turns out to be uh, 
turns out to be the case. I, I know uh, Gams Pedersen and uh, Davidson, I think they would have played together at Blackburn back back in the day. Yeah, I think but so. I think if we're looking at a 38-year-old uh, <laughs> on top of signing a 35-year-old who, uh, you know, he's still looking for his best form, I, I think I would be a little bit concerned. Um, but, you know... I'm all for a fun rumour. Martin Gams Pedersen was a was a class player at one time, and uh, as you were talking about with Joe Shaw, say he's got a wicked long throw. So <laughs> you know we could get the return of the glory days with uh, the long throws in the box for uh, three massive centre backs to come clattering into. You've got Davidson, you've got uh, Henry. You know, but you know what? I, I've talked myself into it. I think we should just give him a two-year deal. I Quite. Think, uh, Quite honestly, if we're going to sign a thirty-eight-year-old, I would I would look much closer at home and uh, and give Stephen McLean a uh, a new playing contract if it was up, if it was up to me. Um, yeah, I, I I would just I would just really like to see him score and uh, get it right up his dad again, even if his dad's not there. Yeah, but I still I used, I think you're the same as me. I still harbour the hope that we'll see him in a Saint shirt again. Um, I don't think we're. Probably in the majority now of the Saints fans that do, but you know when you've got a player sitting in your coaching staff and you're a player or two short on the bench, that you know I saw a player sitting in, in the coaching staff that could still be playing, and I don't see the harm in having him as an emergency sub when we're chasing a game in the last ten minutes. I really well, don't. Yeah, I mean, well, as much as anything, we we haven't filled the bench at least once this oh. season. And, um, you know, we've had no options off the bench up front. And I, I think McLean is one of these guys who, um, you know, I think when, when Callum Davidson stopped playing, he, uh, he filled out a bit. But I, I don't see that happening with Stephen McLean. He's just one of these kind of lean, wiry, fit guys that um, I'm sure could still run for 10 minutes if he absolutely had to. Um, and you never know, you might, uh, it might be like getting the band back together and you might get that old magic back to Stevie May just once at some point in this season. Um, well, you've got, you'd have your strike force and your wingers from the Scottish Cup winning team as well. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I would just be, it'd be like going back in time. It'd be, it would be magic. But um, we, we, we can but dream. Oh, sorry, we've, uh, we, 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 uh, we seem to be dropping the audio. There, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Sorry, I, I think you're, you're gone into a deep reminiscence about Stephen McLean and Stevie May up yeah. front together. And who can blame you? looking wistfully outside. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think what you were saying about Matt Butcher is uh, I think that's kind of the key. I, I hoped that we'd pick him up or failing that. I mean, Jason Holt would have probably been fine for that similar kind of role. But I mean, I think reading sort of the press yesterday, I think Davidson seems to be waiting for uh, the English market maybe to move, start moving a bit more uh, for surplus players to become available down south I mean I'm all for that I suppose we've had some good players I mean McNamara probably been the most recent one uh, and all off he looks fine as well uh, certainly as an option from the bench but I think with a, the kind of squad that we have I think I would have preferred someone that we kind of knew what we were getting uh, in the middle of the park uh, and Butcher or Holt would have been Probably my first two choices. I know it's quite boring because it's not a, it's not a new player as such. But yeah, okay, we know that they fit into the team, and uh, you know, I think there is potential for quite a lot of excitement in that team. And if we had 
Butch are, are whole sitting. We'd then maybe see McCann getting forward a bit more again. I think he's been quite reserved. I, I think that's I think that's been through circumstances as well. I think um yeah. you know, we we have to play a structure that allows us to be defensively sound and um you know, I think for for the most part, we've not. You know, if you take the Rangers game out, you take a game at Ibrox out. There's nothing you can read into that. You look at Dundee United; they scored a penalty right at the start. Um, Kilmarnock, a crazy goal to lose. Okay, fine. We lost one goal away from home there, and then the previous two games, it's been a 94th minute penalty and a deflected shot. I don't think it, throughout those games we really looked like we were on the back foot and that we were about to concede. And I think that's because you've got a guy who's as good as Ali McCann is. He can come in at that more defensive-minded position and uh, protect his back four and, you know, do all the good stuff he does there. But I think we need to score more goals and we need to find a way to release him further up the park because he was looking dangerous come the end of last season. And um, we could really do with uh, with a little bit more danger going forward, especially um getting bodies into the box as the ball comes in, which is, you know, where, where he got a couple of his goals last season. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, it, it feels like a shame that I mean, he's, he's such a well-rounded player, McCann. He's, he's probably not got any exceptional strengths, but he basically has no weaknesses in this game. And it, when you're 20, 20, I think he's 20, maybe 21, that's quite rare. And certainly, I've, I can't remember seeing someone like him coming through for as a midfielder at Saints before in the time I've been watching the club. Absolutely, yeah. Um, he's, just, yeah. he's just got such all, all-round ability and, um, you know, it's all yeah. very well, to be fair, it's all very well saying we want to see more of it out of him going forward. We all want to see goals, but, you know, solidifying that defence is just, I, I guess, just as important. And to be fair to Callum Davidson, he, you, you look at the players that we're playing um, in front of McCann there, you've got Wotherspoon, O'Halloran, Hendry. You're kind of thinking that these guys can create chances and score goals. So, you know, um, there, there is a balance to be struck there. Um, I think we'll, uh, we'll, we'll call that a, a day there. Um, thanks for joining me, Kyle. We'll, I'm sure we'll do this uh, again as the, the season goes on. And hopefully um, next week we'll be uh, reflecting on a a well-earned win over St Mirren on Saturday. Kyle, thanks for yes. joining me. Thanks very much. Thanks again for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at WAP1884. That's at WAP1884. You can also subscribe to our feed for our podcast on your usual podcast player. This podcast is recorded in association with The Twelfth Man, the new home of Scottish football fan media. Please follow them on Twitter at Twelfth Man XII. That's at the word Twelfth Man XII. Thank you.